In this sit down, I promise to stand on everything that I say. We got a guest today. So what do you say we uh get right into it? Hopefully you all are having a great time with yourselves If not, get around some people that you can have a good time with Because evidently you're not a person that's good to be around Because you can't even (laughs) enjoy yourself So hopefully you can find people that you can be around to enjoy Like I said before uh, the Grammy Award winning Future Song played uh, We have a guest this evening Um He's known as Shy from the Quattro, Shy IV, Shy after three before five. <laughs> uh, for you slow fucks, Shy from the foe. I love that intro. You got to put that on wax. I need that to be in every room I walk in from now, from here on out, for sure. What's good with you, man? What's good with you, man? I'm, I'm all right. Okay. Can't complain. Long time no see. It's been a long time. Tell the people. Who might not know who you are, what you do, and, and tell them how you got the name Shot from the Folk. What's that about? I mean, Shot from the Folk came from, you know what I'm saying, growing up, A64. A64, it's, it's too much to say, and it's it's, it's everybody fucking uh, username on everything. I ain't want to do that, so... I'm always throwing up the foes in every picture I'm in, and it was just something that was natural for me. So, I was just, and and when I got into podcasting, it it just kind of stuck. Nick, I think actually you gave me that shit to be honest with you, because I Shout felt like because you didn't know you you didn't know me personally when right. we first met, and right. that's how you would, when you called me, you'd be like shot from the foes. You remember that? I do remember that. Now. And so, and then I was like, yeah. that's that's catchy as hell. I do remember that? And then it just it just stuck. Yeah. Stuck, yeah, you know saying. If you blow, or I'll say when you become successful, because it's gonna happen for you. Make sure you break me off something like. Oh, Kanye for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beanie. See, yeah, yeah. see, but see, he yeah. had to look how long it took him to to break out. He had to get his bread, but he yeah. been had bread. He's Beans a was now. sick. He well, was sick. Know. He yeah. could have been broken off something. Yeah. I wouldn't wait that long. Yeah, don't Cause, wait cause, that long. Cause, cause, I do you you've you've created a lot of different lanes for me. Yeah, you know I'm yeah, saying we go we go keep creating and making it happen. But hey, listen, I'm gonna go ahead and get a disclaimer now. Uh, tonight's episode will contain explicit content. Uh, as always, <laughs> if it's offensive to you, um, now might be the time to go ahead and tune out. If it's not offensive to you, uh, now is the time to tell other people about this explicit content that you'll be enjoying. And uh, share the love, you know. So we got a lot of stuff we go touch on tonight. Um, this is gonna be a hot one, and you know I like to deliver a hot one because this is a stand on it podcast. 
And whatever we say, we go stand on it. And we really don't care how you feel about it because, hey, this is our platform. Getting into it, before we came on camera, um, I was at, and again, I want to let all y'all know, uh, because there's some of y'all out there who are idiots and be like, well, why are you wearing a Jets jacket? Are you a Jets fan? The Jets aren't in the playoffs. No, I'm not a Jets fan. I like the jacket. If I was a Jets fan and they weren't in the playoffs, I would still wear the jacket because I don't give a damn about what y'all think that I should be wearing. So let's go ahead and clean that up because I know some idiots go say that, oh, you a Jets fan? Don't take on the white mentality that whatever sporting team you wear, you have to go for that team. Right. That's not what we do. It, we we wear some shit because it looks fly. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Or it matches the shoes. Or it matches the shoes. Definitely. That's it, you know. Anyway, so before we came on camera, I was talking to Shot from the Fold about uh, unpopular fact. And he was like, well, explain that to me. What, what should I say? Because... It's got to be proven, right? And I'm like, no. What we say on here is facts, whether people think it is or not. So I don't know if he came up with one, but I got one that I'm going to kick it right off with, and I got a clip for you. Here we go. Hello? Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon, ma'am. Huh? This is Tyrone Williams. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, what I was calling about was my tax refund. I was calling to see when it would um when would it be here. Uh huh. Oh, the second week in February. Uh uh-uh, uh. Not no not no not mine because my auntie Shirley Hand, my auntie Shirley Ann, she seen she looking online at her bank statement and it say hers gonna be dropping this week. So I'm gonna see what I what can I do to get mine to drop with hers. Ma'am. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and cut it there. Uh. And this is my unpopular fact for this week. Country Wayne is not funny. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Country Wayne is not funny. And the tax stuff that he talks about. Now, I want to put a disclaimer out there. I read Country Wayne's story. I think Country Wayne, what he does and how he's marketing himself and how he involves his family is ingenious. Great job, Country Wayne. How he held his pops down. Um, his pops was a street dude. How he got him a trucking company. I fuck with all that. Jacob but Country Wayne is not funny. Like, the tax commercials, all it does is add to the narrative that black folks are just so waiting on tax money. Speech is broken. Uh, it's just bad verbiage, uh, and that's not Country Wayne's only lane of uh, comedy. But this is what got him his breakthrough: these skits. tax commercials, and then he transitioned over to skits. Country Wayne is not funny. Um, his drip that he has with Zaytoven, I don't think that's funny. I don't think the music is good. Um, so that's my unpopular fact for the week. And if you don't agree with that, cool. But I don't think he's funny. Um, I think one of the things this highlights as well is that as, as black folk, man, we be wanting to laugh so bad sometimes that we'll just co-sign something and say it's funny knowing that it's really not either because somebody else said it was funny 
or like I said, we just want to laugh so bad sometimes and be loud and boisterous that we'll just go along with anything. So is can I can I dispute that a little bit? Absolutely. Okay. So yeah. I will say not every skit is gonna be funny. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like with comedy, I don't like shit that's long drawn out. Like mm-hmm. I like uh it don't gotta be hitting you back to back, but it gotta invoke thought. And those long drawn out dramatic right. shit, that's just like, bro, you did all of this for what? Right. So, I, I can agree with that. So um <clears throat> I, I personally I can't he had he had some 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 witty skits that mm-hmm. I can be like okay but like you said I ain't just like oh my god that shit funny as hell but I will say this have you seen him perform No I don't want to see a skit so I definitely don't want to okay. see him perform So especially when it comes to comedy like I, mm-hmm. I I really study that shit cuz I think that shit is 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 art for real mm-hmm. um I had the same opinion as you, and then I actually seen him perform. Perform, live. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, they came to Bob's Core, him uh, like Mike Epps. To me, Mike Epps is not funny, but I gotta actually watch them in their craft. Like stand up is a craft, so watching them do other shit besides mm-hmm. their craft is like it may mm-hmm. not hit the same. But right. when you actually in it and and let them lock into what they actually do, you might feel different. You get what I'm saying? So, but I, I feel what you're saying. Like, I, if that's your opinion on it. I can't. That's a fact. Yeah. That's that's how you feel. Because, again, I, some of them skits, I'd be like, all right. Same thing with uh, Daisy Banks. I don't think he's funny, but I, I, I got to see him. Funny. See, that's what I said. It's just. But I wouldn't go see his stand up. See, but I would have to. That's yeah. how you prove it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you come up through, like, the social media. Prove to me that you funny on that stage. Yeah. Because that's, that's the bigger picture of it. That's where yeah. your income really come from. Not yeah. the skits you get. That's a numbers game. It can hit or miss. It might not be your target audience. But that don't mean you're not funny. Mm. But let me see where your bread and butter going to come from and how you capitalize on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? that's So... I, I feel what you're saying, but that was my only dispute on it. You just got you got to see it live, and especially when it comes to comedy. Like niggas been doing certain shit for forever, and it's like they can't do this shit forever if they didn't have some talent with it. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like I unfortunately it was never like I never got a chance to see John Witherspoon. This nigga mm. been a comedian for a million fucking years. Okay, I can't. But his role in movies is like. It's the same type shit. It's not. It's no longer funny once you've seen it a million times. But there ain't no way he not funny if he did this for a career all this all these years. Well, here's the other thing with me in a comedy show. I'm not gonna go to a comedy show because a nigga ain't finna talk about my lady. Ain't ain't finna disrespect me. None of that shit because you're unarmed. This nigga. <laughs> this would be like. Let's say you having a fight with somebody and they got both of their fists, but you got to have your yeah. hands tied behind your back. They got a microphone. So no matter how loud you try and talk, and you might be getting off on them, roasting back, can't nobody hear it. So they just go keep going and going, and then they be like, oh, it's all jokes. But a nigga like me, I'm trying to put hands on you after the show. Like, I ain't trying to hear all that. So that's why I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to no comedy show, man, and... uh. And Desi, I think he's super funny, but I would have no interest in seeing his stand up. And it's like, even with 
Like these other folks that people be saying they so funny online, like Drewski and all them. I don't see it, man. It, it don't be funny to me. Uh, hey. He hasn't been able to. Tra- he can't. He he can't. He can't, he can't get on the stage. So. He he really act a little feminine. If you want to damn be technical with it, to me, <laughs> he 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 got a lot of femininity in him. I mean, you know and that's his business, but I I, I I can understand what you're saying. But I, I also think like. It's a lot of people with your same mentality, and mm. that's what they call the chitlin' circuit. When you be in these hood ass <laughs> clubs, and this nigga, it's fifty niggas <laughs> got your same mentality, uh, and they are armed in a different way, not in uh, fucking jokes. You know yeah, what I'm saying, and seeing people walk out of that and still do their craft because it, it is. I mean, bro, since you as a black man, since you been little, all you known is. Well, I gotta be able to crack some jokes. Like, hell, my yeah. dad always told me, like, shit, you ain't gotta be the toughest nigga as long as you the a funny nigga. You gonna get pussy off being funny any fucking right. day. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's just something that's just is just natural that come with being a black man, honestly. Right. So it's like, how you gonna be like if if somebody was able to create a lane and get paid for doing some shit that everybody can do? Yeah. That's a that's a talent, bro. Like you gotta you gotta respect it. You yeah. can't take it personal. That's like that's like censoring art. You rap, nigga. Just like nah, you can't fucking rap, and they won't let you on the microphone. Nothing like it's just like why? Like you told you said this to me at your own mouth. I don't give a fuck who who listen to it, who like it. I don't care if I blew up off of it. I just like doing it because I like doing it. Word. So it's the same shit, bro. I just say, for me, again, this is for me, Country Wayne is not funny. And, and I wouldn't have no interest in going to see his stand-up. But again, I salute his hustle. I salute his story. Anybody who came from nothing or came from a worse situation to a better situation and, and made it do what it do, can't do nothing but respect it. But as a comedian... No, he don't. He don't do it for me. Like it, it's really it's like I'm in an old company, com, uh, company man. Like, yo, like I don't think Eddie Murphy funny at all. Some of his stuff, I'm like that Richard Pryor. Like the shit I would overhear my uncles now watching that I wasn't supposed to be right. listening to. That was that funny shit. Like it's it, it's 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 what. Uh, that's timeless. Yeah, like it's it. I because I I feel you on that. But like 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 I said with Eddie Murphy, like everybody talk about raw and all that. I go listen. Yeah. To that. Like none of that shit's funny to me. Like I, I, I fuck with raw. I it, it don't do nothing yeah. for me. And then I've been they've been talking about he was gonna go back and tour and all that shit. I want to <laughs> see him fail. I, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I just don't believe that he got it. You nah, know I wouldn't want to see Eddie now. Nah, and damn. I don't think Kevin Hart funny either, man. But that, the world would agree with that. But I think uh, he's genius in the way that he's marketing. Yeah. I think he's getting better at acting. If you, if you, yeah, he, my uh, my honest opinion. But yeah. he used what he what he had to plat him plateau himself to another position. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, you gotta always respect that. That's this week's unpopular fact. Since we talking about comedy and jokes. So somebody sent me some man that shit had me crying. So Russell Westbrook, or as Skip Bayless affectionately calls him, Russell Westbrook, <laughs> uh, is in a horrible slump. Uh, and I'm thinking people are seeing he can't put a he can't put it all together. He was turning the ball over at an alarming rate. 
Now he's not turning the ball over, but he's bricking everything he throw up. I think it said he's shooting like 27% from the field, 65% from the free throw line, and the three-point line was like 17% out of 130-something, 170-something players. He's like 173 in uh, three-point percentage. Anyway, they played the Sacramento Kings last night. The Kings had lost their last five or six games. They are a lot of games below 500. <laughs> a lot. They have beat the Lakers, I think, every time they played them this year so far. Anyway, the public address announcer last night when he introduced Russell Westbrook played in the background. You're as cold as ice. You really need to sacrifice. <laughs> Played that while he introduced this man. For real? And then every shot that he took during the game and missed, they played vanilla ice, 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 baby. <laughs> like straight troll this man. And some people was in an uproar like, this guy's a superstar. No, but that lets you know what they thought about him. I think outside. That's the, the the second biggest mistake outside of letting Shaq go. For boy, the that was a huge one, boy. Like that was a huge. I one. knew when I seen it come across my phone. Yeah, we signed. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna go terrible. It's not gonna work, man. He's not a winner. He, Look I mean, at just, everybody he's played with. Just think about it. Everybody outshines him at some point. And move on. He's I mean, played with some great, but K KD James Harden. Didn't he play with Chris Paul? Yes, I did he? Say. Oh, they traded for him for. Chris yeah, they Paul. Traded, traded him for. Who else he played with? He played Paul George. Yeah, yeah, but that—that's two ball dominant players. Yeah, I knew that wasn't gonna work. In the Jesus Christ! I—I've I, always thought he was—he—he he can bring energy to a game. Yeah, but he outside it like his game, his game in itself. It's it's not it's not he don't play good team ball, and, and it, he be having a look on his face after he fuck up. Like oh, I ain't do nothing wrong. Right? He's I hate it. I I think the best shit is in his career is like his memes and shit. Like to be <laughs> honest with you, like I mean I, I I've I've never like he's explosive. He like if you need. Uh, a energy shift in the game, he could possibly bring it to you, but that one, he's not good, bro. He needs to come off the bench, man. Like, no, he needs to retire. That's what he <laughs> need to do. He I ain't gonna to, say he need to retire. Look, what, and, and then also too, if I'm not mistaken, but he wanted them niggas to bring brought that weird ass fashion to the NBA too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know I'm saying yeah, like he absolutely did. Absolutely, he had that dress on, and now Kyle Kuzma has tried to take it to another he's a, level. He's a whole another weirdo. Yeah, he's straight weirdos, one. man. Like getting money and just like I'm gonna do it. I do, you, you think money? Money don't change you like that, bro. Like no, I, I don't know what it is. I yeah, I I, I I can only chop it up to drugs and women, but I'm not even gonna say that, man. I think these men are now on. They feel like, all right, I'm on this pedestal. I'm I'm rich. I don't care what people think about me. Well, and that's not they, true. But they are now comfortable with tapping into their feminine side. Like, think about it. Like, now I'm, I'm going to do this because women are still, 
They wouldn't do that if they was broke and wasn't in the NBA because they were like, man, women still go fuck with me. Regardless. Regardless. I can still do this. But, yeah, like, they're finally able to try on their mom's dress they saw in the closet all of you. <laughs> they could finally do it and feel comfortable with it. Like, there's nothing. I mean, even looking at Russell Westbrook, his his pops, his pops looks like a man's man, like a straight OG, even like his brother. But I don't understand how they can – Sit back and and be like, yeah, Russ, that's cool. I don't think they do, but you I also too think like, what the hell are you gonna tell a motherfucker with millions of dollars in a bank account? You can't tell them shit. It just what I can tell them. They might not listen, but and I'm gonna tell but, them. And I feel like that's the battle. Like, yeah, like shit. Because they're going to look at you, once you get to a certain level, they're going to look at you like, you don't know what's going on over here. You only know this. Yeah, so yeah. you think this is cool, and I thought this was cool because we only knew this. But now, I'm able to travel. Fashion is different. I can do what they do. Now I'm in this bubble. But at the end of the day, like, how many times you going to have that fight? Like, bro, Listen, what the fuck do you got? Go- I've been standing on principles. I'll give you a quick story. I got a family member not going to call his name. But uh, he got bread. And he was about to take or let me and one of my homeboys ride along with him to the mall. And I, I know he would go buy some stuff and, and all that. And he, he stayed with women. He had the fly whip. All that. All that. So we already knew what we was, was in store for. We go to meet him at his crib. Now, we like 20, maybe 20, 21. He older than us. So he probably was like. 35, 36 at the time. We sit in his living room waiting on him to get ready. We sit there. He walk out to go into the other room to, like, get a shirt or something. And he got on a wife beater that snapped between the legs. (laughs) So a nigga had on a onesie. Basically. Uh, a bodysuit. <laughs> this joint snapped between the legs. So I looked at my homeboy. He looked at me. He just dropped the head like, boy, he trippy. I'm not going to go for that. So he comes back. He's like, man, y'all ready to go? I was like, nah, we about to roll out. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was like, what you mean? I'm about to roll out. Bro, I'm not going nowhere. I thought I just saw you got on a uh, bodysuit. Like, I couldn't, there was no way I'm going to support him. I don't care what he was about to buy me. I don't care about us riding in his nice whip, uh, pulling up on some hoes. I can't look at you the same, bro. You come out here with a onesie on. I mean, that's uh-uh. that's that's a valid principle to stand on, but it ain't like he was like, hey, shit, y'all going to put this on with me? Like, that don't matter. That shit that, is, that don't matter to me. What the fuck would he even buy this? Thing? I don't even know, bro. But that would that would be the same as like if, if me and you walking somewhere and you bent down in front of me and I didn't have no uh, option but to look because you're right in my line, line of sight and you wearing a thong. <laughs> drop me off, <laughs> or I'm about to drop you off. Whoever drove, we're splitting at this point. We not rolling together, cause you just can't, man. Certain things, and 
I'm glad you mentioned that. Like, what you go tell some somebody with millions of dollars? That's a problem in the world today. People associate money with allowing people to get passes. Yeah. I don't care how much bread you got. If you're doing some flaw shit, the same way as me being broke and I'm doing some flaw shit and you want to tell me, I'm going to tell you I don't care what you can do for me. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you can do for me. you doing some flaw shit. Bro, you're doing some flaw shit. And if you want to cut me off, because of that, hey, cut me off. I, I, I feel that. Now, it is, <laughs> and see, I would feel a little bit like a wife beater. And this has been, because can't nobody see that. Now, if y'all was rolling out and he was like, shit, do what I'm wearing. Oh, no, nah, yeah, take me to the crib. I, I'm not fucking with it. Like, I just, I just can't. Because I'm going to be honest, though. Because even take it down just to like a normal level. You are, everybody got that one homeboy that can't fucking dress. That's still your man's. And you you might tell him, like, but that shit ain't it. But yeah. they still going to do what the fuck they, You don't be like, well, I ain't fucking with you. This nigga can't dress. You know when and where to have him. But he's still in men's clothing. He just can't dress in men's clothing. You okay, what? Well, we come from two different. What about a nigga to wear shit that you know too fucking tight? What about that nigga? That happens, boy. What you gonna be like? Nah, nigga, your shirt too tight. We ain't going out tonight. Like that's yes, yeah, like, I mean that's the difference though. If it's a man's shirt, now he come out with a tight blouse on. <laughs> then yes, no, we're not going out tonight. That's unacceptable. But if he's wearing a man's shirt, and a man's shirt is tight. Hey man, he's just got on a tight shirt. I'm a, I'm a roast him, but <laughs> that's hey, guaranteed. Just, yeah, it's guaranteed. But he's just got on a tight shirt. But hey man, don't y'all go alone just because somebody got bread or they might put you in a position. If they doing some flaw, if you real, let them know. And if they real, they go appreciate you letting them know. Right. You know what and I'm they saying? probably still gonna do the shit. They probably still go do it. But right. you just got to be able to be like, hey, man, that's him. Yeah, at least that's I told him. him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They, they ain't gonna I, be I can respect me. you dying on that hill. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I don't know why I got that shit on. I told him before we left the house. Yeah, yeah don't saying? put that shit on, bro. Like, but nah, he ruined that day. We, nah, I ain't ruined <laughs> My homeboy like, man, you for real, man. You know he probably go. Bro, I don't. You you can stay with him. I'm out. Like, I'm not That's going. That's the worst position to be in. Like, when you... When you your partner don't want to do some shit, and then well, you Well, hell like, no. Because I'm seeing that all kind of stuff going through my head. Like, all right, what if he gets some pussy while we out? And he taking his clothes off, and the yeah. girl see him with this damn bodysuit on. What if he got a piss real bad or something? <laughs> Like all kind of stuff going through my mind. That's, his, like, that's his business, nigga. Y'all, y'all be like, nigga, gonna go to the to the urinal and have to unsnap. Nah, he gonna man. ask one of y'all though, goddamn. Nah, I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe I saw that, bro. I that, I didn't know that existed, but Yo. that is crazy. A grown man onesie. That Yo, is sick. he had to get that out the women's section. Like that's that's sick. That shit look mad uncomfortable too. Yeah, like man, this is tripping, man. Nigga thought he was Beyonce. Yeah, but hey, we finna get into some truth because I'm glad I got my man here to ask him how it feel. We can only really be happy, truly happy, when we live in total integrity with ourselves, when we're really open and honest and transparent. And this is because we human beings need the truth like we need food. And we are starving for the truth. All right. You're starving for the truth. You're about to get fed. So last week, 
or it may have been the week before last, I talked about uh, the judge in Louisiana who uh, came home and they found a black guy robbing the house and she was caught on camera with her kids in the privacy of her own home and somebody recorded it saying nigger and they was cracking jokes and laughing and people was up in arms about she needed to uh, be fired and all of this and this. So, yesterday, and and let me just frame this up. This is another reason why I hate social media. And I'm really trying to get off of it. I hate Facebook with a passion, but I really be on there just to let people know how stupid they are. Um, So, a dude that I got a lot of respect for, he been on the podcast before, and he's a well-known photographer in this area. So, he posted, he said... Somebody just sent me a video of a, a very prominent figure's child um, saying some very disturbing things. And a word of caution would be that if you um, have a parent in a prominent position, you should really watch what you say. So I'm like, okay. I just seen a couple of comments under it, and one of the comments was like, who is it? And I immediately knew what he was talking about when he said it. So I was like, uh, he was like, he he responded to the person who said who is and was like, it's irrelevant who it is. I don't speak. I don't expose children. The the person who's doing this is 16. I don't do that. I love a comment on like, bro, it's not it's not a secret. It's going viral on the Internet. Mm-hmm. He comes back and responds to me and was like, Really? Then he goes and deletes my comment. Well, I said, it ain't a secret, it's on the internet. So he wanted to be the one to break it. He wanted to hold the information. So then I, no. So then I went back and I was like, I don't have no problem. And he was like, uh, he put up another comment after that that said, uh, anybody who comes on my page trying to expose kids, I will not allow that on my page. It will be deleted. And so I was like, your page is your page. But I need you to explain this to me. If you are so concerned, and I put it in quotation marks, about protecting a child, why would you even come and tell the story that somebody done sent you the video? Right. But you want to <laughs> protect the child. Like, it don't make sense. Then he was like, well, I just don't do that on my page, bro. And then he... Deleted that comment and then blocked me off his page. But I'm like, man, I'm tired of people just doing and saying sucker shit. Yeah, and then people just let it slide. And then when you call them on it, they look at you like, oh, you doing some some lame shit or you trying to troll. No, I really wanted to know, like, if you really want to protect the child, why even mention it? But anyway, that ain't the point I want to make on this. So... The news anchor lady from news channel, uh, I think it's WYFF, Amy Wood, um, her daughter was with a group of her friends, and they recorded her, and they was asking her about what she felt about black people, and she was saying that they need to go. She also dissed gays, like, they need to go. Um, And then they asked her, like, okay, uh, she was like, since y'all are neo-Nazis, I agree, hell Hitler. Hitler was pretty cool. He went out on his own. He killed himself. And then one on asked her, like, 
what's your uh favorite N word? And she was like, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so people, of course, like went off like tagging Cody Alcorn online, who's a news analyst around here, tagging him like, don't be quiet on this. We demand justice now. Of course, you know the ones who jumping in, Bruce and all of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they all jumping in, saying stuff, and I'm like, but the question I have, are you offended by something like that that happened because it was a private conversation that was made public? Are you offended? The political correct would be like, yeah, I supposed to be up in arms because she's saying whatever and insulting who, whoever. But like you said, like I don't, you you. You text me with something about like racism that I feel like it still exists. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I can't look people that know me know that I will drop cracker at any point. Mm-hmm. I don't care because I know they say nigga when they whoever's around wherever they feel comfortable. Do I know it exists? Yes, I do. Do I treat everybody like they're racist because I know what they do in the the privacy of their home? No. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like the feeling is really mutual. It's like I can do what I got to do to handle business, but it, behind closed, it might be fuck you, and it could be the same way. So, like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not offended, and that is just crazy that we do get up and arms when some shit that ain't ha- that wasn't for us to find out. Right, it's, it's gonna happen regardless. Like, if you think that girl that 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 work next to you in your cubicle ain't talking shit about you when that bitch smell like feet. Like, yeah, you know like they, it, it happens every day. It's a human thing. So like, I just because it's on the internet now, everybody feel like they gotta say some shit or feel offended. Like, bro, you know, you know, you probably know what's going on. And you, it, it don't matter. Like, so me personally, nah, I'm not offended. Okay. Uh, do you think a mother should be fired? <sighs> Damn, that's tough. Because she, she had to learn it from somewhere. But it's not no guarantee that that was her mama's teaching. And here's the other thing. Here's another point that I want to throw in there. This girl's an artist. She's a singer, and I think she's oh. she has a huge following. And her mom used to promote her, and she would cover, like, Whitney Houston songs and like that. She has an okay voice. Okay. But after this happened, her mom has taken all oh, the videos off her page. Because she got but a brand But do you think her mom should be fired? Honestly, nah. Because you said the girl was 16? Yeah, she's 16. 16, bro, you know better. Like you, you, they, you gonna stand on your own, honestly. Right. So nah, that I mean, they ain't, you can only do but so much to raise a child, and at right. the end of the day, they're gonna be who they set out to be, and it may change over time. That's what the human experience is—is is growth. But at the same time, like people, like motherfucker, ain't no parent raise their kid to be a fucking murderer, but the shit happened, and you got yeah. that's still your child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you, I. You got to go to work the same the next day right, right after they murdered somebody. Like, the right. same fucking way. Life don't stop. So you can't put that on the parents. Nah, I don't think she should be fired. That ain't her consequence to bear. But now I do think that was a good move to remove that shit. Like, I love you, but I can't support everything you do. Right. And as a parent, you can't do that. Like, it just, 
you want to in theory because somebody told us we got to support everything, but no. Right. No. <laughs> like... It's, and it seemed like her friends was like baiting her because they kept asking her and laughing. But here's here's what I'm gonna say, and, and you kind of combine two topics, which is cool because this is great banter. But uh, I don't have no problems with it because again, it was a private conversation that should not have been heard. And the same point I made on the previous podcast: if you try and go to court with a recording. That the other person had no knowledge that you was recording. The judge says this is inadmissible. Yep, can't can't use it. So why are we as a culture and society condemning people for private conversations that they having that people just happen to make public or whatever they did it? And to your other point, uh, I have come to the conclusion I don't feel racism exists. I don't. I feel like racist. Exists. I don't feel racism exists because the definition of racism is someone who can stop you from doing something or hold something over you. What can white folks really stop us from doing right now? I mean that. I mean, there's a plenty. It's plenty though. What? Give like, me an example. Like, let's be honest. Like the the powers that that be. Like it's it's like okay. Again, if you're trying to get in entertainment, like mm-hmm. there's so many doors that you can open or someone that look like you can open mm-hmm. but at at some point there is a white man behind that I was about to say that probably but there's a there's a white man behind that that's like nah I don't want to do that or how can we change that for me to be able to open this door for that person so Go I do feel another door but the other door it may I mean it's like being an independent artist versus being uh, going to a label, mm-hmm. yeah, you can reroute and mm-hmm. be independent, but it's only but so far you can get independent. Let me give you an analogy. You riding through a parking lot, and it's speed bumps all through the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Do they stop you? They slow you down. They slow you down, but they can't stop you. That's all these people are. They speed bumps. But they, if you really want to do something now, there are no laws that are in place where a white person has the authority to stop you from doing it. So what do you? So okay. So what do you say about like the justicism that is primarily that they can stop you? They can't stop you. How so? Because think about it like this, right? So I'm glad you asked me this. Somebody else had asked me the same thing. Wrongfully accused. People have wrongfully accused, been accused of things all throughout society, all throughout humanity. If you're at a place and two people got shot, you had nothing to do with it. Why are you, you're in that place? You know what kind of stuff could potentially happen there. So certain things, like the way I live my life right now. I don't worry about the same things I worried about 20 years ago. Okay. Like, when I went out, I had to worry about, okay, do I got beef with this side of town, this, this, and this. None of that crosses my mind no more because I don't, I don't live that type of life. I do feel, when you're talking about the justice system, even with that, there's an appeal process. There's all of that. You see people being released 
day after day that were wrongfully accused. People are getting settlements for being wrongfully accused. But look how long it's. I mean, I, I guess that would go to your analogy with the slowing down versus yeah. stop. But yeah. a whole lot can change in a little bit of time, especially now. Like, if I'm wrongfully accused and I sit down for 40 fucking years... Right. Okay, I get out, I get a settlement, cool, but right. I lost 40 fucking years. Like, But that's my point. That's not racism because there's no law in place for that. That judge would be considered racist. racist. But I it's not racism because there's no law there. Like, back in the day, the laws, you can't come in here because of your color okay. of your skin. That's racism. Okay. You can't vote because of the color of your skin. That's, that's racism. Right. You can't get this type of job. Because of the color of your skin. That's racism. Those type laws don't exist no more. Do they not exist or they they, they reword it? Because what a contract, like a contract. Mm -hmm. A contract is worded for the average person to not understand it. It's right. certain things that's in place in this world for certain people not to understand. That's why they say if you want to... Uh, uh, hide information, put it in the book because ain't nobody gonna read it to, to you mm. know what I'm saying, whatever. But I feel like those two two things can exist. I think that what you're saying, I get your point on it, but I do feel like also, like, okay, it might not be said, there's no law to say, oh, I don't have to hire you because you're black, but also. If I'm in charge, that could just be my personal opinion, and that could be something that the company stand on as well. That is just not said, it's not vocalized, it's not publicized. But you're a racist. That's so, not racism because there's no law. Like you, they can't be out here and say we're not gonna hire you because you're black. They can have that in the back of their mind, and they're racist. But there is no. I, I haven't, in these conversations I've been having with people, they have not been able to pinpoint to me any racism, which is a law or something in place to impede or hinder or stop somebody from being able to attain a specific thing. Mm. Like, nobody could point me in that direction. I'm like, well, tell me. Tell me what it is. Somebody gave me the analogy like you did. Well, the justice system, that's a racist. That's not racism. And somebody else was saying, like, oh, well, they, they stopped me from getting a job. That's a racist. But that's not racism because there's no law that say you can't have that job. But, I mean, but I guess you would go, the people that make the laws mm -hmm. is based on their, their ideas and thoughts. Mm -hmm. So then, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like for sake of time, I'll get back to you with that. <laughs> okay. Because, I, I mean, I understand your yeah. point. You make a good point, yeah. but I feel like it could be disputed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I do feel like. But I just, just, I want you to think about it. If I know. you're back with me, like, just, just think about it like, okay, racism, give you two other words, athlete, athleticism, right? So, you can have athleticism, and not be athlete. but you're not an athlete. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I got. And black people are naturally athletic. They have athleticism. But there are a lot of them who don't play sports. They're not an athlete. But can jump out the gym. But can jump out the gym. So when I looked at that, because that's what I said, that's the only way I feel like as black people we can have a successful black leader. 
They have to believe racism doesn't exist. There's nowhere else around it because everything, when you have a black leader, everything is tied to racism. Everything. And and I, I asked this dude when, um, a couple weeks ago. He was so angry about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. I mean, livid. Like, they just keep doing this to us and do I said, hey, man, I need you to stop and think about something. Man, how you so calm about this? I'm so tired of hearing about this. This is a white man who shot three other white men. What does this have to do with us? Because of the place. That's that's No, do you know this idiot didn't even know that the people was white that he shot? A lot of people don't know that. But it's just like... It's trained. We get so bent out of shape about something, and then we tie everything to racism. It's like uh, I was just flipping through the TV today, and they were talking about uh, the Houston Texans coach got fired. Mm-hmm. After two seasons And One of the commentators Was like This is really pissing me off That now it's only Out of 32 teams It's only one black coach In the NFL Mike Tomlin Okay And he's just This is racist But we're not gonna sit here And acknowledge the fact That, been that he went 4-23 and 23. <laughs> We're going to say it's, it's racism. And he was like, oh, well, he's put in a position to fail. You know what you signed up for. You know the Houston, Texas are a horrible franchise. But you want to get in there to get the experience. You got the experience. Go somewhere else and coach. That might not have been the fit for you. But we can't tie everything that happens to black folk back to racism because it's just not. See, and... Again, I can we could go back and forth all day, but that's what I'm saying. When it comes, it may not be quote unquote law, but you got to understand that the NFL is ran by the owners. Okay, again, they only gonna let well, I own this team, but I'm the face of the team, the coach. Mm-hmm. I'm that's a hand picked job, so if mm-hmm. I feel like well, shit, we already got all these black athletes, and when we we get these black coaches in here, mm-hmm. it's no longer our lead. It's no longer my my ideas. It's not what I pay my money for. I, it's not what I bought. But that's a racist. And the, I get what you're saying. <laughs> that's a racist. But, like, if they make the rules, then that's still it's, it's, it's embedded. It, I think they both coexist. There's like, no law. There's no law that says... Hey, we we're not hiring any black coaches. They cannot uh, publicize that. Right? They would lose. Think about think about the dude who owned the Clippers. Again, he said something in the privacy of his own home that somebody recorded, and he got fired. He they forced him to sell his franchise. A billionaire. Do you think they could come out and say? Man, ain't hiring no black folks and publicize that. That's why I say it's not racism because there's no law. You can't do it. Now, when you pri- when you when you do it in private, you're racist. But if we're looking at publicizing, and I have I've even researched, I read other things. I'm like I've even just googled it. Does racism exist? And I've read some interesting feedback that other people have said. And I cannot find anything that makes me believe racism exists. And one dude asked me, so 
if if you riding in your car and the police pull you over and and they say it was because your uh tent was was done and like how would you feel? I'm gonna give him the information he asked for. Like and I'm gonna tell him my tent ain't dark. Well, what if he pull you out the car and, and he do this and that? He's a racist. Because there is no law that would be racism that tells me as a black man, I can't own this specific car. I'm not allowed to have a tent. I can't legally own a firearm. I can't do all these things. There's no law. So when people go outside of the law, they're racist. It, and it ain't no different for black people. People say black people can't be racist. Yes, the hell you can. You I got prejudiced. family members that are racist. Prejudiced. They can be racist. Because... Like you said, hey, I, I say the word cracker. Cool. If that's what you want to say. But if we say that to them, how we going to get mad if they say nigga? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. you the It's an unspoken thing. Like, you know, like you said, what they say in private and what I say in private or public or however they want to do it. Right. You got to stand on it. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's the same energy. You right. know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna just. It'd be dumb to me to think like, uh, <laughs> like I was having a conversation with my dad the other day, and he, uh, he, that's why I get it from. He openly mm. said too, right? And he was talking to this lady that he worked with, and she's in a interracial relationship. And he mm. was like, "So you think your partner has never said nigga in his whole life?" Mm. She was like, "Well, now nah, I'm not gonna say that because you don't know and." Mm. If you try to stand on, oh, no, nah, they would never, they don't, that's not true. Because then, if it came out, now what you going to do? Like, everybody do what they want to do. And they entitled to it. It's just how you react to it is is the the bigger thing. But I do, I mean, I see your point. Yeah. I do honestly, like, this day and age, the way my mindset is right now, if a white person came up and called me a nigga, Cool, man. Because I look at it like this, like, I understand now the logic of people who still conduct themselves like that. Look at recessive genetics. Research that. They're at a disadvantage already. So it it creates this anger in them. You could say it's the old adage, sticks and stones. Mm-hmm. Now that I get it, and I understand it. They could say that. You better not touch me, though. Now, that's a different but see, That's thing. what I was going to say. Typically, that comes with other actions. No. So it, to I, me, I've seen it happen where it's just like, hey, nigga, and that's it. Like, they'll try and provoke it, but they not go say that and then proactively follow up, like, trying to swing out. Like, I ain't, nah. It's, try, it's usually trying to get a reaction and be baited into it. I see yeah. more. I, I see more of you at a level. Well, they at a level. They use the word, and it's followed by something that crosses that line. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So where it's like they gonna say say the word, but it's also following the action. Like they gonna spit on you. You they gonna do like something. So where the word isn't what triggered it. It was the action, like you said, where like you, I felt disrespected, so now I have to react. Who's the? Do you know who the first person was to use the N word? 
Nah. Research it. That is that a real thing though? Just, just research it. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. The first person, it was, and it wasn't just one specific person. It was a group of people. Mm. You know the people we call house niggas? Mm. That was back in the day living in the house. House, yeah. Yeah. They started it. And it was affectionately passed on after they started it. They started it talking shit to the people who was in the field. And then the masters and stuff started Start saying because it. they saw, yeah. Okay. It's the same now that I be asking people like, because I asked this dude, I was like, because uh, he was saying about he say cracker and he loved to say it. And I'm like, you know where cracker originated from? He was like, uh, nah, nah. Like, cracker came from when the white man was whipping the slaves, the yeah. whip made a cracking noise. Right. So they say he so got the cracker. Crack. Right. Yeah. Who out here whipping niggas these days? <laughs> Metaphorically. But who walking around with a whip? Whipping black folk. <laughs> it ain't happening. So a lot of the stuff that we're tied to that's history, we try and relive it now, but it's senseless. If we really understand our culture, if we really understand people, if we really understand how all of it came, came about, how the, how the white race came about anyway, European-American, you know what I'm saying? Like, Western. If you think about the term Western, that's white. Mm -hmm. So when people be like, I'm watching Westerns, they're watching predominantly white shows. This is right. what they're looking at. So when we look at stuff like that and how the white race even came about with the albinos and them being cast out from black society and they being told not to procreate, but they went ahead and did it and then they start creating the white race. And they didn't have melanin in them. Now you're at a point where these people, they're starting to grasp that. We ain't the only ones who are starting to, uh, I don't even like to say the word get woke. I like to say enlightenment. We're not the only ones who starting to read. White people are reading too mm -hmm. and understanding. They understand this recessive genocide, uh, recessive genetics. They understand it. It's a recessive gene. That they, they cannot produce melanin. That's why when you see like uh sunburn and all of that stuff. Right. Like and it's it's only getting worse. But when I understood it and when I started reading more and researching more, I'm like, it would be foolish of me to start getting mad at these folks for coming up and calling me the N-word. They just acting out. They're angry. And I understand why they're angry. They should be, you know. So when I wasn't feeling the tight way with the understanding I have now, yeah. But yeah, just just research it, and we'll come back on it and tell me what you think. I got a book, then I'm a, uh, I got a couple more chapters to read in it. When I finish it, I'm gonna pass you the book, and, and that that joint go. It's called the ISIS Papers. Um, that joint is ridiculous. It, it'll really enlighten you to a lot, and it's just like a, a memoir of other writers that's been put together to highlight how the black culture really formed. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, that's my spill on that. Anyway, so do you feel like women have started to big up 
other women too much. Like just just too much bigging them up and, and has it gone too far. <clears throat> I'm conflicted here. Because, you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, <laughs> I think they have. Uh, I'm going to give you an example of what, what happened. Uh, me and my lady, we were doing something, and it was this chick. Uh, she wasn't no looker. Um, and I commented on it. She was like, nah, don't do that. Don't, 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 you know what I'm saying? Don't say nothing about another woman. And it's crazy because I remember times that wasn't that far away that I've been with some of my homegirls and they've completely roasted a chick. But now they like, nah, this queen, this beautiful queen. And I'm like, bro, like we gotta be for real. Like even as, as, as men, we not going to be like, Man, that dude smooth. He'll he'll play a tight. He he'll real nigga. We not go do that. We go call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't. And it ain't me trying to tear down another black That's man. That's what I was. But, but I'm gonna say what it is. You but, know what I'm saying? But okay. But I can understand her point. This is why I said I'm conflicted. Who am I to say? Oh, they they bigging them up too much because that's not that's not my place. Mm-hmm. And you're actually going. Out of the way mm-hmm. to 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 check somebody else for what though it had nothing to do with you. You said she wasn't a looker, so that had nothing to do with you. You weren't trying to pursue it, yeah. No. So so to go out the way and be like, <laughs> oh this da 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 da. Now you you a chatty patty for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't look at her like that because um she was carrying herself like she was a looker, like if she had an attitude, and I felt like in the moment. She needed a reality check. <laughs> um, and I also, the reason why I bring this up is because some people had a issue with Janet Jackson bigging up Lizzo. Did you see that? So Janet Jackson says she is so grateful with how Lizzo um, is so comfortable with her body and she has really put body shaming out of place I just don't agree with that. And here's why. Because I think we're start as a culture, we're starting to be made to accept things more. But as a standpoint, there's nobody. And I've talked to some of my homeboys about this. I asked one of my homeboys who was my day one partner. I'm talking about from the sandbox. I said, bro, why y'all niggas ain't never tell me? In our teenage years and growing up, bro, you need to lose some goddamn weight. Like, why y'all ain't never tell me that shit? Instead, y'all want to wait to balloon almost 600 pounds, and y'all still didn't tell me. Mm. You know what he said? Man, bro, you was fucking hoes, and you was always a smooth nigga. We, ain't really, we, we didn't really pay attention to your weight. No, nigga, y'all saw that this nigga's out of control. But nobody wanted to speak on it. That's the same thing I feel. Lizzo, yes. I, it, it, whatever makes her comfortable. But Janet Jackson does not need to put the narrative out there that this is great. Do this. Show your body off. No. And everybody who applauding it, they don't have the balls to be like, no, Lizzo, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not it. It's the same thing now. Men don't want to have conversations with women 
about their diets or about anything like that. They just let anything go. Like, this is a woman. This is what it is. No. Like, you have to start having conversations with people. So I do think that women are bigging up other women to a fault and they're not holding them accountable. I mean, accountability is something that, that I, will, I, I would agree with that part of it. Mm-hmm. Are they holding women accountable for the behaviors and certain shit? We, we, they, they're not doing that. So if that's big enough, then yeah, that is, that is happening mm-hmm. way too often because accountability is, is, is at an all time low right mm-hmm. now. But also too, like back to what you said about your partners, like, if you comfortable in your own skin, like, I can't really tell you. Because, like, okay, if I was your partner, I was just like, boy, you big as hell. Like, we going to roast, whatever, right. whatever, and you going to take it as just that. Or if I, I can't, like, bro, I think you should lose some weight. Like, man. And how many times you been having real conversation with your niggas and, and in the moment, they feel what you're saying. They understand what you're saying. They, yeah, boy, you right, da 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 but nothing changes. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, 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 that could have, that same thing could have happened. So then, fast forward down the line, what if he hit you with, when you said that, he was like, well, you remember when we had this conversation? I was like, <laughs> da, 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 da. like, you'd be like, well, I didn't know you were sitting, or like, yeah, you know I'm saying, like, nah, yeah. you did say that. But it's like, if you ain't give a fuck about it, it ain't gonna change because I told you and 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 really sat down and broke it down to you. Like, as long as you comfortable, that's your life. You gonna figure it out at some point. It's gonna come to an end regardless. But that was my stupidity because I was thinking the same thing in my mind. Man, was, I'm fucking hoes. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, the logic was stupid, and I could tell you carrying around almost six hundred pounds was not comfortable. Right. So no, I was not comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want you to put that narrative out there. There was no way I was comfortable. But but, but I'm saying a mindset. Let's say that you because especially being a bigger dude too. Like that mindset is natural for us because for whatever reason I don't know who the fuck told us like oh big niggas don't get girls. You know what I'm saying? Shit. That's and, and, and we in our mind like. <laughs> Shit, well, I'm doing all right. So, uh, yeah, you know like it's a yeah, natural kept thing. Me a thing, thing. And, <laughs> it's, and it's, it's easy to, to be in that mindset. Yeah. But it's like, who the fuck? If if I if I'm still I'm proving if you telling me that this don't happen and I'm the outlier that you're not gonna take my joy away from being the outlier. I'm maintaining my same mindset. Like, well, if I'm doing this. <laughs> It's, it's what it is. It's I like it. you gotta be you gotta be honest. Like that's why I said like accountability is at all time low. But at at some point you grow and evolve. Your life can go to complete shambles, and then you like, damn, I fucked up. That that was the lesson that throughout your whole years that led up to this, and that was supposed to happen. That was your life journey to figure that part out. You know what I'm saying? So but I remember girls who would be like to other women, um, girl, you, you you need to chill out. Like you, you fucking with too many niggas. Now they yelling, girl, live your best life. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit just 
And that's fine. It's crazy. When she find herself in a fucked up position and them people that was telling her to keep going, she can't call on them. <laughs> she don't realize, like, damn, I was doing going. too much. Like, yeah, so, like, I don't think another human being can tell another human being how they should live. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, that's their journey, and it's, gonna, it's all going to be exposed at some point. Uh-huh. Like, I'm literally... Going through a situation like that, like I got, I got a a homegirl who's making decisions that I don't agree with, and we had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. She went a different route, and not paying the consequence, paying the consequence, and did it again. And now I'm like, I don't have the words to kind of, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I'm like, as I'm realizing, like, I want to be mad because, like, yo, I just fucking told you this shit, but then it's like. Her life is gonna be hard, mm-hmm. and I hate to say it, but it, it we we twenty twenty seven we the same age, so we we twenty seven now. At forty five, she gonna come to that realization. I fucked up, mm-hmm. and that's everything that happens in between time. She gonna have to deal with it. I can't help you because mm-hmm. my help was when I told you mm-hmm. don't go that route. Right. So. If at 45 or 47 or 50, when she be like, damn, you was right. I should have just, you know what I mean? And that's the life you chose. And now mm-hmm. you got to make the best of what you was, the cards that you was dealt and how mm-hmm. you handled the cards. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How you played your hand is how you play your hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always used to think, like, spades and all these card games is the luck of the draw. Like, how you... Whatever cards you get, that the the win is determined based on what cards they have in their hand. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, it's not that. It's how you play them cards. You can have a shitty hand and make the best of what you got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I use spades. I don't even know how to really play spades, but I done watched enough. Well, shit, I may not have the best hand now, but I say, okay, I can get two bucks out of this. Wait. But then that next hand, I know how to, or maybe I can finesse Three, four out of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's how yeah. you how you deal them out. You know what I'm saying? How you play your hand. Mm. And so, later on in time, you know, it's, it's just it's laid out. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And what I hate about it, too, man, like, it, it's either from, it'll be a man or, like, if 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 I say something to hold a, a, a man accountable, why you, why you speaking negatively on another black man? If I say something to hold a, a woman accountable, uh, you must have a hatred towards black women. No, I don't. I want to see all of us succeed. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not above reproach. You know, like the Bible say, you you got a rafter in your eye and you try to take somebody's straw out of theirs. I'm daily trying to get the rafter out of my eye. Mm-hmm. So I realize I got faults. But I would expect people to, to you know, let me know. And like you said, you let them know. If they let me know and I still go and do the same thing or don't change, it is what it is. Like, hey, they told me. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I when I had problems with uh pills, I had homeboys like, hey, bro, you need to slow down on the pills. I kept popping. Right. Till I'm ready to slow down. Now, if I would have died, or, hey, they told me. 
Right. That, that's on me. But that story is not going to be told. What's going to be told is you, you seen your man's got them doing this. Why yeah. didn't you stop him? That's not my responsibility. Right. I cannot be with somebody 24 7 right. and monitor what they're doing. Because at the end of the day, by that time, we going to fall out and we're going to have real issues over some shit that bro, I really just tried to help you out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And but we saw that in, um, we saw that in action. So when AB. Flipped out on the sideline. You saw Mike Evans continue trying to talk to him. Hey, Amen. Finally, you saw when he like, all right, this nigga on his own. Oh, right. He just, he was like, he said something to him. AB said something else. He was like, and just walked off. And then he took his jersey off and went crazy. So, yeah, you right, man. Sometimes after you. You got to let them. Hey, go you ahead. You got to let let people be what they're going to. Like, that's why I like, like the, the conversation between like uh, – Free will Is that a real thing mm-hmm. I go back and forth With that but Yeah you have Free will to live But like I do feel like Certain shit Predestined I feel like Everybody is here To learn certain lessons And apply them And then teach them mm-hmm. to, to other people Like The way that I was parented My dad I didn't have to go through Everything Under the sun He would tell me Situations that happened To certain people Of the decisions they made So now When I'm faced with that decision mm. Oh I know Well this happened To such and such Let me do this You know what I'm yeah. saying And so it's it's the same way Like You ain't You ain't It's no way That you be on earth Long enough to learn Every lesson So it's gotta happen To the people around you Or the people That you surround yourself with mm. And you gotta be able to Either recognize it In them And try to help them Or let them Learn that lesson on their own, mm. and again, at some point they gonna they gonna learn it, and then it is either gonna be too late, mm. or how do you how do you do you accept it and make change, and or do you take a loss? And to me, that's a, that's what determines to me if you get into heaven or hell. To mm. be honest with you. If you just give up and like, damn, my whole life was fucked up. I did this, 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 and this happened to me, this, and no accountability. I don't know if you just go into heaven for just being a good person, quote unquote. Like, the worst shit happened to the best people. Well, you you're currently living in hell. <laughs> Facts. Um, and the afterlife, there's no different between heaven and hell. But that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but um, so I got like a lot of content left, but we go just tackle one more and then we go get out of here. I ain't realize how much time we've been yeah. going, but it's been great conversations. So, uh, I said a while ago that podcasting was a new rapping, mm-hmm. and some people reached out to me on social media or like, "What you mean by that?" And some people like, "Yeah, bro, you right." And I'm like, "Yeah, what I said, it's the new rapping." Um. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go put some content behind this. So I went and did some research, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are 1,975 documented female rappers in 111 countries. Mm-hmm. Now, this is female rappers. Okay. They don't even have the amount of men rappers documented. <laughs> okay. They said it could potentially be... Anywhere between uh, fifty million, a hundred million, it could it because anybody could be a rapper. Mm-hmm. A rapper would be defined as someone who uh, recites rhyming, rhythmic content to a beat 
and put it out. Mm-hmm. A podcaster is defined as someone who records audio or video and put it out. Right. How many podcasters do you think it is in the world? That's a lot. Give me a number. Of podcasters, people, not that, that, that They could go and look on, and these are the ones who are taking it serious, putting it on platforms. How many documented podcasts you think there are in the world? <laughs> I would say... I would say about five million because it's still, five. Yeah. All right. So, documented podcast in twenty twenty one. Sixty million. Sixty Damn. million documented podcasts. Uh, who has the top podcast? You know. I well, it was Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Who is Joe Rogan? What color is he? He's a white man. Is he? Does he have co host? Nah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. Not every episode. It's just him. Number one podcast in the world. Number two, same setup. No, no, just just white man guest talking. I, I say that to say, as a culture, we have the uh, tendency, we have gotten away from being creative to now we're duplicative. And what I mean by that is, if you think about things back in the day when it was creative, like even some of the meals we eat, we created those because that's all we had, so we had to figure out how to make it taste good. Mm-hmm. Think about the cotton gin. He couldn't get the patent for it, but that was created by a black man to make it easier. You know what I'm saying? We can go back through history, all the stuff that black people have created. But when it comes to stuff like this, when it comes to stuff like rap, creativity is no more. Now it's monkey see, monkey do. Okay, the top one of the top black podcasts we would say is Joe Budden, um, Big Facts, uh, mm. and here's the thing I would say about that too, man. I lose a lot of respect for your podcast, and if it's step on toes, it's step on toes. If you are quoting other podcasts, you're not a podcaster. You're just somebody who's regurgitating content from somebody else that we may have missed. Thank you. You reporting the news at that point. Like, if you're regurgitating somebody else's content, that's pretty much what you're doing. But I say that to say... We got to get back to being creative. It's 60 million podcasters, and we've looked at the formula, and if you think about it, you're starting to see everybody who come in the game and, and do a podcast, um, especially around here, you start to see that I got to get an artist on to interview them. I got I to gotta have a guest. I got to get me a co-host. I got to do this. When the top people in the world who doing it, they don't have these things. Right. But it's still a team behind it. Also, I get what you're saying. I, but there's 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 a little little tweaking to be done with that. Speak I don't I, I don't say okay. Like you like you said like okay, Joe Rogan could have the top podcast in the world. Mm-hmm. But then you say if you say the top black podcast, if you say a Joe Button, mm-hmm. they don't. Do the same thing. You get what I'm saying? Right. They t- there's a lane 
podcasting was a lane mm-hmm. and it's been elevated like in in so many different ways people get different things out of different podcasts you know what i'm saying yeah i can that's the same thing like everything that you know you know it from a place yeah so if that place was oh i heard this on a podcast it 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 sparked thought in my mind mm-hmm. if i still have my own opinion on it that's still mine. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you in in podcasting, you don't have ownership in the property of what you're saying because it's just words. It's nothing written. You can't own words or mm-hmm. own the space. So yeah, it's gonna be a bunch of people that take oh what I heard over here, mm-hmm. and yeah, like you said, somebody might have missed it, but that don't mean it's not good information. And I can have a way to elevate mm-hmm. from what I heard. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So. If you can do that, now, I get what you said, because you, we've had off-camera conversations. you like, well, every, it's reporting news. It's, well, this happened, so let me give you my opinion on mm-hmm. something that w- the world knew that happened. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But if you can take what happened, and now that's your, your base. It's, again, I go back to comedy. Mm-hmm. Premises. Mm-hmm. If you have a, a premise of something that you think is funny, or it's fucked up, mm-hmm. and you can... Twist it and make it like your own separate conversation, or like to 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 if everybody look at it one way, and I can give you what what I know and what I feel and make you feel different. Mm. Did I really just take that property, or did I just enlighten you on something you could have already did yourself and sway you a whole different way? You get what I'm saying? Well, where's your creativity? Where's your thinking? Like where, where, where are you sitting down and thought and saying, "Hmm, from this perspective, you know, my goal is to my listeners to make you think, mm-hmm. like, and make you think about stuff that's potentially unpopular, or make right. you think about stuff that you're like, you're, you're like just going off surface information for. You know what I'm saying? Um, something I read. Matter of fact, I was about to say I read it in a book. Now I read it in the Bible. Um, it's it's, it said that you know, it, but it said that uh, you should dig for treasures like the treasure of the Bible. You should dig for it like you dig for silver, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it was, but it was a couple of weeks ago. I was thinking about that. I don't know why, and I'm and I had to do some research on. It. I'm like, why would they say dig for silver when gold is worth more? Mm-hmm. Well, little did I know, or I wasn't uh, privy. Yeah, I, I didn't realize silver is down in the, in the core of the earth. Like gold, you just pan for gold. It's at the surface, but if you want silver, you gotta dig deep for it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was saying. Like so many times, we go for the surface knowledge. We don't want to pull back the curtain. We don't want to. Think we don't want to challenge other pe- people to think we don't want to be creative, and I feel like it's prevalent in rap. All rap music sounds the same. That's why it's like, you know, I'm not gonna conform to that, and I'm I don't care about. I'm gonna do the type of music I like. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you turn the radio on now, if you, it all has the same cadence. It's all about the same stuff: sliding, spinning, killing the ops. Gang, all of it. It's the same thing. 
When you look at podcasting, I'm starting to see people adapt the same thing. I got to have this guest. I got to interview this artist. I got to talk about what's on the shade room. I got to talk about, no, like, can you talk about a life experience that might be impactful to somebody else? Exactly. Can you talk about something that's going to make, so, like you said, man, I got to get some thought to that. And we got to come back and visit on it. Can you talk about that kind of stuff? Can you talk about stuff that if people are too lazy to go read for themselves, let me educate you during this hour that I'm sitting down. Right. Like, because I'm going to give you the facts. Whatever I'm saying that I done read, you can hit me up personally. I'll share the book with you, the reference. You can go look it up for yourself. But you ain't going to do that because if you wanted to, you would already did it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm, I'm saying when I talk about I feel like we've gotten away from willingly and proactively being creative to where we're now just duplicative. Like, okay, they doing that. That, that might be working for them a little bit. Oh, I see them getting a little following. I got to go do that. No. Like, if you genuinely stay true to what you do, you can't duplicate it. It's like camo. Like, there's no camo that's the same. You can go buy the same shirt. Your pattern going to be different than mine. It's right. just, you can't duplicate it. So, if you coming out with real content and if you find your own niche, and it might take you a while to get into your own niche, but can't you're not duplicating nothing else, you go set the trend. And if other people want to duplicate you, it is what it is. But that okay. And with sixty million podcasts, yeah. Who the originator? You get what I'm saying? The first I heard about podcasting was from Reggio. Combat Jack. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 what really when I right. you know, but it is right. Mm-hmm. With me listening to podcasts, I say it all the time. The first podcast I ever heard was eighty five South. Mm. And this was when they was just on YouTube. Mm. Me going being a student of the game. I I later on learned who Combat Jack was and uh, all that, and I got the history. Mm. But then you go back to who got the number one podcast in the world. Mm. I, I listened to his shit. Mm. There was a guy, there was a white guy on there that was that quote unquote started podcast because mm. he he using the the app and all the other shit. So it's like. And I have the information from both, mm. but who's the original? You won't know because it's so much. I mean, saturation is a thing, mm. but it's how you elevate it, though. That's why I said exactly. that because, okay, let's let's be honest. Rogan has a lane. He has a guess. He has the knowledge. Mm. He's still number one, and people have followed that motto, mm. but at the same time, if you never heard of Joe Rogan, you don't know that he got no one podcast. You don't. You you just don't know. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like it don't matter. It's, it's how you elevate it. Because right now, and I'm um, like the content game is finna elevate a little bit more. Well, a lot more. It's gonna be real futuristic coming soon. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then. You gonna see the, whoever do it first. It's like the like the space race. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like 
once they do it first, everybody gonna follow their motto, and then how you gonna know who did it first? Yeah, you know I'm saying like it's it's it, it, it like okay like even if we go back to the, just the rap like mm-hmm. it's certain people that quote unquote created a sound and then they like I only know but so much genre of rap. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So then like from what I know, my knowledge of it, I'd be like, oh such and such, they they was the first person I heard to do that. Mm-hmm. But then I might ask the old head, and they like, oh no. They got that from such and such. Mm-hmm. I don't know who such and such is. Right. So in my mind, they started this because right. that's who I know. So it's like, but it ain't necessarily about who made it because it's just like you a chef, right? Like we can go and cook the same dish. Yours gonna taste different, right? You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is, I'm not saying from an aspect of who created it. I'm just saying from an aspect of we gotta stop with the monkey see, monkey do because if 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 you want to continue to elevate, and and I've had people tell me, man, bro, we miss on the pod when you be fucked up, and I don't, cause I'm just talking shit. Right. Like you can come kick it with me at the crib. It's time now for me to give you something that's gonna make you think. Right. And it's for me to give you some good content. Now, if you're not ready to receive that content, cool. It's other people who are same way. Like I I did. I, I, uh, you make the 11th person. I purposefully asked 10 people who the number one podcaster was. And once they didn't know, only one person knew. And when I, well, you make the second. And when I told them, white man, this, 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 and this, uh, they said they had never listened to him and wouldn't listen exactly. to him. So that's 10 people that don't listen to him, but he's the number one. So what that tells me is, you may not fuck with this new shit that I'm on. It's probably not intended for you to, because your mind not ready, ready for, that for that yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's you. like when I was doing the podcast previously, my mind was ready to just party. Yeah. Like be fucked up and just talk shit. My mind ain't ready for that. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I do that off camera. You know, we can party and have a good time off camera. But when I come sit down here, I'm going to mix in some fuckery here and there. But you you go get a message. You go get something that's like, oh, okay, damn, I ain't never think about that. Or fuck, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, And we need that as a people right I now. I was going to say, if that is not your thought when you step on the stage to do a podcast? Yeah. It ain't you don't need to stay in it. Yeah. Cause two things is most important. Have something to say and be consistent. Yep. Yeah. You know I'm saying that's that's the only two that's the formula right yep. there. Have something yep. to say and be consistent. That's be consistent, man. Uh, Sixty million people, it it, yep. it it take a lot to do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like you can be the biggest in your lane mm-hmm. and never be hurt by mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, other people. But if that's your mission every fucking time, every show. Yeah. Cause every show not gonna be a bang. You've done enough podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. everyone ain't gonna be a hit. But mm-hmm. there's gonna be something that they take away from it. Yep. And it should be. It's like <laughs> and I hate to say it's like church for me. Mm-hmm. Like I can't really get into it. Like, I, a lot of times I can go in there and listen, and you ask me to say anything that they say, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, no idea. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, 
But the times where I do remember going to church and do remember getting something out of it, it was it was like they came in there with a mission, and they always say, "I don't care who 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 listening, but somebody." Mm-hmm. Gonna get what I'm saying, and that's yeah. what was intended for me to hear. So, yeah. like you said, like yeah. you cannot be ready to receive the information. It's there, yeah. But yeah, you know I mean, well, I take like I take doing this so serious. Like I'm working on content all week. I'm writing notes on my phone. Last night I woke up out of my sleep. I was having a crazy dream. And my girl, like, what? What is you doing? Like the light. I'm like. I'm putting in something for the podcast. And I typed in a topic that I'm going to have to save for next week. But it's about the statement that people are making. But these kids ain't the same. These, right. kids, these new kids. Are the kids really changing? Or the people who are responsible for raising the kids? Have they changed? You know what I'm saying? But we're going to get into that next time, man. But, hey... I appreciate my man shot from the four coming sitting down with me, sure. chopping it up on the stand up podcast on, on the stand on it podcast. Uh, as I always say, make sure you subscribe, rate, review. If you want to be on the pod, and if you got some of substance, you can be on email standonitpod at gmail dot com. And as I always tell you every week, energy is real, but people don't possess real energy. Make sure the people that you're around. Um, they possess real energy. They got a positive influence on you, and they have like minds. Until then.